Like, she sent me a package as well recently. I saved the bubble wrap on that one. And I'm going to send her a package soon. And she's getting back the same bubble wrap that she wrapped that stuff in. I just realized while listening to our previous episode that we tend to not introduce ourselves. So, I'm Jika. He's Brian. And Hello. we've got a special guest. And welcome back to another episode of Pen News. Yay! <laughs> another voice has arrived into the channel. The channel? What am I streaming? Oh, wait. We have a streamer <laughs> in our mix today. And you'd think that stationary and streaming would not have an overlap, but it does. And it comes in the form of our special guest today, someone very special to us, someone who we actually invited sometime in May. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. For the first trial okay, of an experimental episode, which maybe we'll upload at a much later point in time if she's permits us to, but she's here, Eunice of Sushi Plan. So welcome, Eunice. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hello again. <laughs> and yes, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I always enjoy listening every Friday night or sometimes Saturday morning. Your stream... Um, on Twitch, I have a notification, so every time you're online, I always get it. Although I don't yeah. watch it at times um, on the time when you're live, because sometimes it's during work hours. Mm-hmm. But when I do see, I'm like, oh, I wish I could watch. You work on demand. You work on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, I still work on Saturdays and. Sundays. Oh my god! Well, that's the same for me, so I can't really say anything about that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So Eunice, what's up? Joe, <laughs> what's up? No, I don't know. Uh, it's It's been, I don't know. It's been up and down. <laughs> I, I, today was a busy day. Uh, it's a Saturday here now. So supposedly Saturdays are like my journaling time or and my stream day, right? But after streaming today, I actually attended the first time for because uh, I joined ABC's Patreon, so we got to do a journal hangout. It was fun, um, but I I didn't actually get to, get to journal while it was at the hangout because like oh wait I forgot to print out the printables, so I don't have stickers for for this pen. So it's like okay wait lah I'm gonna print. I'm gonna run out and print and then fussy cut everything and then the journal hangout was like over after an hour so I was like okay I'm still cutting and printing so okay yeah sure uh, <laughs> but after that I actually had work today uh it was it was tiring but at least it was a mix of like journaling and like work so there's good and bad <laughs> good yeah. and bad good and bad Saturdays are good but when it's filled with some sort of work it could no. be it's it's not fun. Yeah. So we're gonna move on from that. Okay. Yes. Let's move on from work, even though it's a weekend, and actually talk about our noob discoveries. As per usual, noob discoveries is our special segment where we talk about the most recent things that we discovered in relation to pen, stationery, and anything within that topic. So how do we go about this this time, right? By age, by not age, ship of coin. Well, of course, we should have our guests first to share our discovery. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so I guess my noob discovery has something to do with all of the craziness that's happening. It's August now, so it's planner release season for 2022. And well, this year there's been like so many new planners that are coming out so it's it's been hard to actually choose one like um it's gonna be scandalous for me to say this but I'm actually considering not getting a Hobonichi the next year <laughs> like I don't know why but um I think for me the Hobonichi cousin is a bit too much for me now this this year like I, I didn't get to use it much so I'm actually looking towards like getting a Nolte Listy one for work 
and then I'm still gonna use a take a note. So those are those are like old discoveries. But the new discovery is this. Um, what's this? Uh, it's the bush bushman or bushyman, <laughs> um, and Kokuyo um, collaboration called the PAL. 2022 planner so it's called pal it's p-a-l it's all caps um and i think it was mentioned once before in the station at cafe podcast as well during the happy hour so shout out to april and kelly for that um we it's basically um a different kind of planner wherein you have a frame and there's a line in the middle so that you can actually plan on one side and log on the other side that's why it's called p-a-l so plan and log. It's an interesting um, layout. So I'm kind of excited to try it. Um, I think for now, in the US, it was um, open for pre-order from Yoseka and also um, a blank note, but I think they're sold out. And if any local stationery store wants to get a hold of those stocks, they have to contact the creator of that personally. Um, her Instagram handle is B-U-S-H-I-M-E-N underscore. And she's, I think she's based in New Zealand, but she's Chinese. So she made the planner based on like the things, layouts that she wanted. And it's using supposedly a fountain pen friendly paper, the Kokuyo Mio. So Kokuyo is also like, they have a lot of fountain pen friendly paper. So that's why I kind of like went with it as well. Uh, she actually has a photo of like different, fountain pens and inks that she tested on the paper as well there's no there's minimal ghosting uh doesn't smudge as much so yeah oh now that i'm looking at the layout it looks like it's something that would work also for me oh, we're the same thing. <laughs> oh no so Wait. it's man kokuyo pal planner yeah where did, you, where did you could could you send that to me right now ryan because the way you're describing it, guys, it reminds me of last year's release of the Kokuyo Jibun Days. Yeah, it's it's very similar to the Jibun Days, wherein uh-huh. you actually have a timeline in the middle, and then you have um, some space on the right and some space on the left. So it's very similar. I, I actually only saw the Jibun Days recently as well. But like um, the difference, the main difference between the Bushiman Pile Planner and the cook, uh, the Jibun Tacho days is that the days is like individual day. Like you have one page a day and this one is like a weekly layout. So it's very small. It's not too intimidating. And it comes in a B6 size. So it's not uh, it's not your usual A5, A6 that we're used to with Hobonichi. So it's like a whole new chance to get a new cover. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's right. It's not too small. It's not as small as an A6, but it's not as overwhelming as an A5. Mm. and b6 which is you know just right <laughs> yeah i've I've heard like a lot of the different um people in the stationary community who are using like the hobonichi always ask for like a b6 they they want a b6 right something that's in between the a5 and the a6 but yeah i don't know it's gonna be my first time to get a b6 so we'll see <laughs> both of you sound really excited about this so ryan yeah. hi ryan <laughs> <laughs> honestly you know i have not i have been um out of the radar when it comes to stationary lately like whenever i just see something I'm like oh, okay i'll just forward it to jika exactly <laughs> because lately i've been swamped with with work work and also i got into uh pokemon unite i'm not sure if you guys know that game <laughs> okay so this is not a pokemon pokemon unite podcast so this is a stationary podcast and therefore i will focus on stationary but one of the things i did discover recently which jika and i were talking about <laughs> through chat <laughs> was that um sky bambi um tersh is uh half pinoy she's half filipino and she confirmed it to me <laughs> like i messaged her like girl pinoy ka <laughs> i'm just kidding no i didn't see that <laughs> Because I made a mistake. I, I made a mistake of like um of like messaging her in one of her posts. Uh, I think she bought a pelican, her first pelican. And I was like, wow, Ganda girl. That was it was supposed to be for Nika. 
But she saw my my comment on Instagram and she put a heart. So I'm like, maybe she understood it. And then <laughs> told me like, oh, is is it true that um Sky Bambi's Pinoy because it's in her stories? And I checked and I <laughs> I messaged her, asked her, are you are you half Filipino? And then she said, yes, it's my better half. So I'm like, ooh, <laughs> nice. Thank you, Sky Bambi, for being one of the Filipino makers that we admire very much. We love yeah. your products. So, yes. Your products. And also, I think, was I the one who told you that? Because there's this thing going around, like, eight facts about you on Instagram stories, right? And that's actually how I found out. And I just messaged it to you, Ryan. It's like, yeah. is she really Filipino? Wow, it's like a cameo of sorts. I admire her so much. Yes, thank you. And that's Okay, your turn, Jika. I have nothing. <laughs> no, it's true, though, literally. And I'm going to come up with something in a bit. But before we started recording this, I really just told you, Nisa Brian, I have nothing. <laughs> so, what about all the latest stories that you just posted? Like new inks. What I saw inks? more inks. What stories? Oh, yeah. Ma- Ma- oh, Ma- yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Eunice. You are a beautiful and. I'm a stalker on Instagram. Beautiful guest. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so there's. I, I've actually been on a pause for all of my purchases so far because maybe it's this is going to be tangential, but it's also a somewhat new discovery. Um, people who follow me online know, or us on the Penus past podcast, know that I recently got the Leonardo Memento. Yes. Um, yeah. Memento. Flex. Just kidding. It's not a flex. It's not a flex. I, I Right now, I'm like totally coming up on empty, but I know it's Leonardo, okay? I know it's called the Millefiore. I love it. It's a piston filler. I have now transitioned from my Japan phase to my Italian phase, I feel. <laughs> and we're just waiting to reach um, France Cruises from the last episode's level of like pause, maybe. I think I'm gearing up for my final purchase in a while. Uh, for a while, I mean, and that's gonna be another Leonardo pen. It's gonna be a Momento um, Zero Grande with Jonathan Brooks of Carolina Pen Company's primary manipulation. So it, it's this swirly thing where like the resins of eight colors are mixed together and it's really hard to make eight colors not look muddy. So I missed out on the last release um, as stocked by our dearest friend from Pen Graphics, Sir Kailash. Thank you for supplying Leonardo Ooh. Pen to us. Yeah. I missed out on the last one. And this time around, he said that it's, there's going to get the restock in September. So I'm gearing up for that. Which leads me to just posting about things I want, but <laughs> I have no plans of getting. So that's my noob discovery. My noob discovery is essentially that Mountain of Ink one of the most dependable um, ink bloggers and resources um, just posted something from Birmingham Pens. And I've never had inks from them, but I don't know what the series is called, but it's it's nice and muted, unsaturated, but with good shading. Uh, the ink is called Mud Puddle, Stormwater, Hemlock Cove cone sandstone and antique sepia i did read the the review of these inks on her blog but i haven't exactly kept it like yeah i haven't kept like is there a name for this particular release i haven't really kept up with it but i will link it we will link it in our description so thanks for reminding me Elise. <laughs> that's my well, new discovery very long and i'm sorry <laughs> i'm gonna have birmingham inks probably sometime before the end of the year <laughs> more because i did order and then it's it's in a it's in a box to like a balik bayan box mm-hmm. that's gonna ship i don't know if i have any of the inks that was mentioned in the latest post but i did order a bunch and it's like a lot of inks <laughs> it is i bet it is but yeah how would you call it i've never had like, I don't think I've had American inks. I have Monty Verde inks. Mm-hmm. So those are American. Oh. <laughs> I'm just glancing behind me to yeah. look at my ink stash over here. Uh, yeah, I think I only, the only, the only um, American inks that I have are uh, Monty Verde and then, of course, Canadian, which is very small press. So 
Yeah. That's why it's exciting. Oh, I have antique sepia in the list. Um, yeah, that's the only one that's in the list. I have a lot of the other things, but when when the box comes, I'll just give you samples. <laughs> Thank you. I'll just give you samples. <laughs> Thank you, Birmingham Inks, for inciting my desire for your collection that I will not anytime soon get. <laughs> it's hard to get I have a confession yes, I thought <laughs> that the inks you posted were Robert Oster's the, the muddy the muddy collection yeah, I thought so as well yeah it looks it looks kind of similar I guess I also have the set <laughs> what ink do I, what inks don't I have at this point <laughs> that's true we'll get to talking about your collection in a bit so are you excited for that yeah Sure, let's okay. go. <laughs> Ryan, Q&A time is, okay. is this time. Yeah, I do think it's time for us to do the Q&A part. Um, and as usual, we start off first our interviews, our Q&A with a question about journeys, uh, because we do want to talk about pen journeys, especially for those who are noobs and not so noobs. And so we'd like to know, how did your pen journey actually begin? Uh, so uh, for me, I actually didn't get into fountain pens until like 2016 or 2017 um, because I started with the Hobonichi. Okay? I would use regular pens, like a lot of different gel pens, ballpoint pens, and also the pretty uni jet stream from Hobonichi that you get from, the, from ordering from them. Uh, those are like perfect pens for it. But then I actually attended a Hobonichi users meetup once. <laughs> it was held in SMR. Uh, and there was like tables and tables of everything. But of course, uh, I was oblivious to the few, to the to the world of fountain pens then. Um, so I just went to the table with the washi <laughs> and I would just get cards and like take samples of washi because they were giving away uh, washi samples. So I just collected a lot of washi. And then I made friends there and he said, oh, fountain pens are really good for Hobonichi. Maybe you want to try one. And then I actually met up with one person after the meetup uh, at a Starbucks to just like trade other things, talk about different things. And she uses a fountain pen. So I thought, hey, maybe I'll give it a try. And then one fateful day, um, this is in relation to your previous episode um, with with the with your students. Uh, I think it was Franz, was it, who actually bought his pens at um, Pilot Philippines, right? He mentioned Cosmos Bazaar <laughs> when I was listening to the podcast. I was like, "Hey, that's where I bought my first pen." <laughs> so um, it was one day. Uh, I actually go to Binondo more or less twice a year to get my dental appointment, my regular dental cleaning. And just, I don't know, while waiting, I just went downstairs, crossed the street to Cosmos Bazaar and like, okay, I'm going to look at some pens, some uh, other things. Like I wasn't even looking for a fountain pen. And I was like, and I got curious. So I asked the lady, do you have fountain pens here? And then she's like, yeah, we do. Uh, we have the these tiny pens. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, don't you have other thing? any other things and then eventually I saw something that was like blue gray um, it's it's a pilot prera uh, in fine it's slate gray it's this tiny tiny pen um, so it's, it's kind of like a pocket pen and it has a snap cap so it doesn't twist it doesn't uh, it's not a screw on cap and that was my first pen so I bought it there, and then I also bought a bottle of ink <laughs> together with because they they have they have a set like of all of the pilot Shizuku inks that's like just on this pen. I was like, okay, can I get a blue ink because it matches the slate blue? Now because they didn't have black, they didn't have other colors. Like they only had the brown. So I was like, okay, I'll get the blue. So I got the pilot Shiro, and that was the start of my pen journey uh after that i actually didn't purchase pens because for me at that time i think that was uh a few just a few years into my um career as a software engineer 
So I didn't really have a lot of money saved up yet. So I was like, okay, content pens are expensive. So <laughs> I'm not going to buy much. So I'm just going to buy one. And this in this pilot Prera has lasted me quite some time and, and it's currently still with me. So I still love it. Every time I pick it up, it's like one of the best writers that I have for for a steel nib, like compared to all of my other pens. It's it makes my handwriting looks nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it began. And then the rest is I don't know yet. A long journey. We totally mm-hmm. understand. But hey Ryan, again, in this Zoom room, we are the youngest in the pen, this pen <laughs> hobby. So wow, we're surrounded by people who know what they're doing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, I don't know. I don't claim to know. All of the things that I learned about fountain pens I acquired over the duration of the pandemic. <laughs> and that's what the pandemic does. <laughs> Yeah, so many people got penabled because of the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> pandemic is real. It's just totally yeah. different. You did mention that you're a software engineer, which is like, I, Ryan and I know you actually more as a computer science teacher. And now it's like, there's so uh, many things that you do that seem very distant to this whole analog life that we're talking about today and that we're in. So like, what is, like, what's with the contrast? How did you arrive at that? Why did you even continue with all this, um, with all this fountain pen and stationary stuff if your world is essentially digital? Yeah, digital. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess it, it stems from, I guess, my childhood, right? So here in Asia, like here in the Philippines, we are very similar to how a lot of people just, like when you go to school, you have stationery, you have notebooks, you have pens, you have a lot of different kinds of notebooks. So mm-hmm. I, I actually enjoy writing. Like I, I, I like writing on paper a lot. Um, and you know how every Christmas season we have, we go to our favorite coffee shop and like start collecting stickers and everything for uh, to get a planner for, from Starbucks. Yeah. So I I actually actually like have a have a bin that's filled with like Starbucks banners that were never really filled up. <laughs> like I would always fall off at like March, April, or like and then pick it up again sometime in August and then drop off again and then pick it up again in December. Right. So uh I've been in the planner or journal area of life for quite some time already. And I don't know. I just like pens. Uh, all of my sisters, we we enjoy pens and stuff. So we buy we buy pens. We we use them. We like highlighters. So stationery has been like part of life, in general. And um, I actually can't remember how I got started with the Hobonichi. Like I seriously cannot remember. Um, and and from there, when I started getting the Hobonichi. It just continued ever since. Like I think I started probably 2016 or 2015. And it just went continuous from there. I was like, oh, I like this paper. Uh, I like how pens behave on this paper. I like the whole grid system. But and then eventually one book became two, became three, and then a five-year. So and then eventually, um, yeah, we we went to that fateful meetup that kind of like enabled me to all the pen but generally it's just because I like writing on paper like I write random things on paper as well I also collect Starbucks planners I think starting 2012 2012 yeah yeah I started earlier than that I started 2009 or 2008 probably like probably after high school was it Already. yeah like i think starting from college <laughs> from college for me so i remember that like for people i'm not sure actually if the starbucks planner culture is is also happens in other countries does it i don't i don't think as much i don't think it's it's i don't think they have it as much probably some other places in asia they do but i think it's just here in the philippines 
that we do have that annual thing with the Starbucks yeah. planner. Yeah, and we collect stickers, and it's an arduous process. Like people would like you drag them. your friends. You drag your friends, and then you buy them the, the cheapest thing on the menu. <laughs> At that time, it was like less than two dollars to get a, a like a black coffee, grande <laughs> size or venti or something like that. But it's it's really embedded in our culture, and I like thank you for bringing that up. I didn't recall that I was a Starbucks planner person until you brought it up right now. I started yeah in either it was two thousand eight or two thousand nine with the brown one. Um, it was still it looked like wood on the cover. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like it's not really wood. It's like fake oh, yeah. wood. Yeah, I, I had okay. one in red. I also had that one because it's small, diba? It's small. Tapos it's like no, 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 it's a bit, it's a bit big. I actually have it all. If if, but it's like behind me, so I don't want to like yeah. dig. I don't want to dig things up. But yeah, I do have like a lot. I have one almost every year. Um, and there were like other planners too, like for example, the Belle de Jour, and, the, and then there was also this um other blogger who who's like a travel food blogger. His name's like um his name's Anton Diaz, I think, and he runs the Our Awesome Planet blog, and he also made a travel planner. So those were the times that I was like, oh, I want planners, I want these different kinds, and every year. Thing is, it it makes it fun to collect because every year they kind of like change the layout inside, but it's always going to be like kind of like a weekly. They never come up with um a day in a page kind of thing, unlike the Hobonichi, which was interesting for me. I guess that's why I kind of like shifted to Hobonichi because I wanted to see if I can actually maintain like one day a page a journal and like write other things because it's always like well, I never get to use this. So yeah. Yeah, actually, um, speaking of planners, since we you mentioned earlier about this culture, I just remembered in Korea and in Singapore, they do have planners also for Starbucks, but it's always like it's sold mm-hmm. in the store. It's not like here in the Philippines where you collect stickers and um, you get a planner if you collect this much stickers. Yeah, because I remember there was a time I got frustrated <laughs> with like, why are you coming up with designs that sometimes I like, sometimes I don't? There's no consistency. So I'm like, yeah. I, to try to try, I tried to check out what's in Singapore and then in Korea. And then I asked some friends to, to get me a planner one year from Singapore, the other one from Korea. So yeah, that, that, that happened before. Yeah. Hobonichi and Starbucks apparently are all parts of this story. <laughs> Of all of our journeys. So thank you to these brands who would have thought that coffee would have such an impact on our lives in this podcast coming to this. But anyway, okay. Um, other things actually, because we're since we're talking about stationery and actually more than fountain pens, or like so fountain pens are essentially a recent thing to you, right? Mm, somewhat, yeah. What is the so so it's since we're largely at the stationary area, well, we know that you're station you're a stationary streamer, so let's get to that story <laughs> all right um so the thing about stationary streaming was it was an idea that came from stationary cafe um podcast discord so they have a they have a community i started listening to the stationary cafe podcast uh because of aina <laughs> right, i saw it in her stories and i was like oh there's it's interesting there's a podcast and at that time i would like sometimes drive to drive my sister to work so i have time in the car to listen to podcasts so i was like looking for things and i tried it out and i joined a facebook group first and then from there, they started to say that they have they had a Discord server, right? So everyone's now into the whole Discord thing um, because of like all of us oldies getting into Discord. <laughs> and now like I have a I have over ten Discord servers for class and for um, hobbies, right? So uh, from there, they were talking about streaming on Twitch. Um, about stationery and at that time I think around that time I was already um, into Among Us and I I did also um, stream a little bit of Among Us with like playing with friends and students right so we would just 
distress and like play Among Us and highlight all of the wins and like the fails and everything uh, because of the whole Among Us fan phase. Uh, eventually, since I do kind of like have the setup, like I have a webcam, I have a microphone, um, and we did mukbang streams first. Like my sisters and I um, decided like out of nowhere because I think it was it was my sister who who's been watching um, Stephanie Sue, and she does these like mukbangs with uh, while she's telling like horror stories or like true crime stories, not horror stories, true crime. Um, and we would watch that together, and we were like, oh, we want to do mukbangs too. And like we can we can do mukbangs on streams or like on Twitch. It will disappear after a time. So like, okay, we can do that. And then we we tried it out. I think we did like a few. Then eventually we got tired setting up the table for like food streams. And then um the stationery cafe, um April, uh, Miranda. So April Penguins Creative, Miranda Havoc Rose, and Joy from Ohio Joy. They created or they hosted a workshop. Right, kind of like a tutorial to get into stationary streaming, and I think the first person who started the whole stationary streaming thing was actually Miranda from or Havoc Rose. She normally streams games, and then eventually, um, she she wanted to show her stationary, so um, she eventually turned one of her streams into a stationary stream, and that's when all of this thing started. So, April also got on board. Um, Joy also got there. And then they started teaching everyone. And then Joe went, Joe's journal also did it. And I was like, huh. One, one Sunday, I was like bored and it was like, oh, everyone's journaling. And then I was like, oh, I also want a journal. I started my travel journal that's like backlogging all the way to 2015. And I kind of stopped. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stream so that I can be accountable. <laughs> like, I would actually be forced to actually um, work on my journal while I'm on stream, so that I would actually set aside that time because I'm actually doing it for other people or for me as well. So it was mostly just to kind of, like, force me to have that time to journal and, like, at also have company while I journal. So um, that's how I got into stationary streaming. So Kudos to April, Miranda, and um, Joy for actually helping us get started with that. Like having all the transitions and everything, the different kinds of scenes. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, those are those are mostly the, the thing that kind of like enhanced my noob streaming style from the very beginning. I was like, okay, we just start streaming and then we'll play a game. <laughs> when did you start? Um... So I already had a Twitch account back in October of 2020 because that was like around the time or earlier than that because that was around the time that we were playing Among Us um, and I learned how I can actually stream on Twitch <laughs> and eventually um, I only started the mukbangs towards late March of 2021 and then stationary streaming officially I think was it probably sometime in April or end of March and then it became more um, frequent in April so it was only April of 2021 so it's only been like four months four months and, we were, and I we got to know each other when we started this podcast so yeah in and around the same age in this in this in this like community. yeah 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 pretty much pretty much I know <laughs> that that okay so when you were mentioning the mukbangs I was like I thought you'd been doing it for quite a while. No, no. That, no. When I watched it, it was still like sushi and donuts. Literally <laughs> sushi and donuts. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we would like have random cravings, my sisters and I. Like we would either cook or we would buy or order things in. Like it started with Frankie's because like we miss Frankie's. It's been so long. Like we can't go out to eat. So I was like, my sister said, I want wings. But like, I'm not contented with just 24 chicken. <laughs> so she wanted Frankie's. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, let's make a bookbang out of it. How many flavors should we get? <laughs> so we ordered, I think, like two, was it a dozen or two dozen? <laughs> it was like a, 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 sh a ton of uh, chicken. <laughs> I'm so yummy right now. <laughs> okay. Haven't you had dinner yet? <laughs> 
um, we had grilled cheese sandwiches for dinner. Wow, diet. Because <laughs> we live with a six-year-old, so what he wants is what happens. Oh, that's so adorable. Yeah. And I guess the, the other thing that kind of like um, helped me ease into stationary streaming is that we, we do online classes, right? Yeah. And streaming is a lot like teaching. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean... I mean, you 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 look at a camera or like you look into the audience, right? And then you you check your chat if your students are actually chatting with you, and you read off chat. And then, I'm sorry for whoever's gonna be listening to this, but it's true. I felt like um, if I'm gonna be teaching online anyway for like the next, I don't know until when, right? And I'm just gonna be facing. Um, students like who, who don't really always turn on their cameras because it, it's it's like a privacy thing so like we, they don't have um they don't get recorded and stuff which is fine by me but like streaming is a lot like that you just talk and talk and then you read chat uh, and then you interact with chat and eventually you just agree or say other things and like it's it's just like that you're just talking to yourself in a way <laughs> well yeah the analogy so that's the secret to becoming a successful streamer. There's the connection of like, why why do you teach and like, why do you stream? <laughs> Actually, now that you think about it, it reminds me of like how your the experience of teaching college <laughs> students. There's always this like, okay, no one's talking, no one's responding. Thanks, guys. Welcome to my TED Talk. And now the next thing I'm going to say, okay, thank you for attending my stream. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's um I mean I bring up a lot of I bring some of the 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 perkiness I guess that I that I get to practice on stream sometimes into my class. Like I would say I don't know, I, I kind of like get some of the interactions that I learned from Twitch and also the things that I learned from classes and it kind of mixes. So it's kind of funny that way. It's nice, it's nice. At least you're able to find that more of like that intersection and how you can apply the stuff you're learning from your your Twitch um streaming and also oh, how I'm you're applying teaching. what yeah you're teaching also and apply it to your streaming, vice versa. Yeah. It's very similar. Does it count as professional development? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh. So actually, I'm also quite curious about the, more or less that, like the community or like the people um, in in your streaming, like wh- how, wh- what's the difference between like people who are watching your stream and then those who um, probably follow you on Instagram and the like? Mm, okay. Um, I'm not sure if there's a difference, but most of the people that I I see who are on Instagram are also the people who join the streams. And mostly the people who are on my streams are part of the stationary cafe um, or the stationary brew team. We have, there's actually a team that uh, they form like uh, Miranda formed. So it's basically kind of like a team of all, all of the different stationary streamers that are on Twitch now. So um, she just, uh, they just usually add um, regular stationary streamers there. And I was like so happy when that invite came in. I was like so giddy in the morning. <laughs> so I was like, yay. Um, uh, and then from there, we we actually also have like a Google calendar for that of all of the different schedules because there's so many of us. There's so many of us now. Like sometimes even the, the stream schedules overlap now. Like there's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> so... Uh, most of the people that go on Twitch are just the same people who um, watch all of the different stationary brew team. Um, but there are a few, like lately I've been seeing some other Filipinos also in the chat. Um, most of them, most of the audience that I have are based in the U.S., or in well mostly U.S. because I don't end up streaming for the U.K. people. Um, and also we have someone in in Asia because she's also in Taiwan. So she Judy also streams now. So and then there's another one now who is in Tokyo and she also started streaming again. So yeah, there's there's now more people in Asia streaming. So we have like reasonable times to watch the streams. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, the difference with Instagram, I guess Instagram has more reach. There's like more people who just comment because not a lot of people actually go on Twitch. It's it's a younger community, I think, right? Because it's mostly for games. So not a lot of people who are used to Instagram and um, other app, other social media applications don't usually go on Twitch. But it's interesting because like today, because I joined ABC's Patreon, um, there's a lot of other Filipinos there and I was able to promote myself there as well. They were, they was like, hey, just drop it in the self-promo. And it's like, okay, uh, sure. And then they all came earlier today. And it was like so fun that there were a lot of the other Filipinos there. Uh, plus, I posted a giveaway today for the stickers, so <laughs> it was kind of fun. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice to see that there's more uh, Filipinos that are also... There are other Filipinos that also stream, actually. Um, but like they don't stream stationery. I think they stream games sometimes. So yeah, there's there's a bunch in the Fountain Pen Network community as well. They, they stream on Twitch, but they stream games. Oh, but... If you think about it, actually, this is also like why you're here. Because <laughs> one is you're the first person I knew, and apparently you're the you're very consistent at it, and you're part of that. Once a week now, <laughs> instead of two. Now, because once a life week. happens, and you have the capacity to wake up early on weekends, unlike <laughs> us. But uh, <laughs> other Filipino streamers, is it just you and Sam of Ink Sample? Oh yeah, Sam also streams, but I I think she hasn't streamed recently. But yeah, she also does a she also does stationary streams sometimes. She also set up her Twitch account, um, and we're both mostly just like watching all of the US streamers as well. Um, there's also a lot of other ones that they stream, but they don't stream stationary specifically. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something new, and like I guess. It's an interesting topic because, like, I guess some people probably here in the Philippines might, um, I don't know, we might think that there's where we have too much stuff to show because it's like whenever I stream, there's like always a ton of th- stuff that I'm showing. So it's like ultimate budol for a lot of different people, and like <laughs> that's why we have an enabling tag on our streams because warning. <laughs> <laughs> you may be enabled on this stream. <laughs> That's true. And I have so yeah. Before. <laughs> yeah. I've enabled a lot of different people. Such patience. Because we do, shipping to this country is not so easy. And you get but sur- sorry, go ahead. But surprisingly, I don't think shipping to the Philippines is that hard now. Like I'm I'm actually surprised at the at the speed, like, for example, Amazon Japan can ship to the Philippines as well as, um, like, cute things from Japan ships through DHL. So it's, like, really easy as well. Um, other places, like, things that ship to the U.S. probably might take longer if they ship using USPS because it's going to come through local mail. So that's going to take a while. Bill post is sometimes slow, sometimes fast. It's unpredictable. <laughs> but EMS is really quick. Like, um, I had uh, pens delivered from Japan um, and it was pretty quick. Like one day you ship it, you probably get in in like two to three days. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Like if you, minus the time that I actually had to go to Pasai because of someone's mistag that gave me a heart attack. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't lost. It wasn't lost. I got the pen um, and... But yeah, Philpost is relatively getting better. So my happy mail gets sent, so it's okay. <laughs> but it is scary. I admit it is scary. Like, especially if you're probably buying like a $500 pen or like $800 or something. Um, it can get scary that you're getting things shipped to Philippine Post. <laughs> it might not arrive or they might I mean, find If there's tracking, I think it will arrive. <laughs> But if there's no tracking, pray to the gods. <laughs> pray to the gods through all the pen gods, the post gods, the stationary gods. Please bless us in the yeah. 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 Why did I just sing a nose? I'm sorry. I'm looking for the next question, Ryan. Do you see the next question? Yeah, um, I do have a question. Like, do you have any notable stationary streamer recommendations aside from you? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, um, I guess everyone in the stationary brew team is um is welcome. Like any anyone in the team, you can actually um I can actually give you the link to the TV guide. Um and like there's also a stationary brew brew team page on Twitch. So I'll also give the link to that. Um and everyone who streams is part of that. So you can just go follow everyone that's on the list. Um but if you're interested specifically in like fountain pens and inks, um, the the one streamer that I would recommend is Tosi Tree, and she she really knows her stuff when it comes to fountain pens and inks. She usually does she she alternates between um her productivity hour because she also writes on the side like she actually writes novels, and yeah she writes novels. Um. But she also like streams a lot of inks watching. So it's gonna be a fun stream. Like I the Birmingham inks that I ordered last June, those were totally enabled by Toasty Stream when she swatched so many Birmingham inks and I was like, I want all of these inks. <laughs> so uh yeah, if you want to get enabled with like fountain pens and like all of her different collections, she I think the VOD uh, or the video on demand is still up for when she was cleaning her pens and she showed her like almost her full collection. Um, and she has a lot of, she has a, I think she has a bunch of Bokumondo pieces. Uh, she also got to test out CY's or Tokyo Station pens um, stack nibs as well. So that was that was interesting to watch. So if you're interested in a lot of pens, a lot of different tidbits, you want to learn things about pens, Toasty's Treat is probably um, the the stream that I would recommend. But if if you're into like all things stationary, everyone in the brew team, like journaling, we have people who journal, we have people who are into ring planners, we have people who are um, oh also washi art, Tokubetsu Memori or like Judy. She she does like insane washi art and she actually sent me an exacto knife. Congratulations. <laughs> she sent me an exacto knife so that I can also do washi art. She actually asks us to turn in our homework. <laughs> Which, uh so she she kind of like became our de facto um washi art teacher. <laughs> but it's interesting. So yeah, those are some of the interesting um streamers, but everyone in the team is like fun to watch. And you will never run out of things to watch. Because it's like a full day of streams. And thank you. Please send the link via chat, Eunice. Kahit not now. Which yeah. leads me to the question. We've been talking about the stationary community and the stationary content creators, but we haven't exactly talked about what you <laughs> what you stream about. Because I'm sure oh. that a certain foci. Like there's a, you have different foci and what you cover in your stream. So what exactly, when people go onto your Twitch, what could they expect? Um, I guess for my stream, it's usually very, it's usually very random. Um, sometimes I do, <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start with this. Most of the time I swatch inks and, um, well, just inks because I do get or buy a lot of inks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of like where I got, um, my, my nickname from the, fountain pen the filipino fountain pen uh, discord community the blue mount pinoy discord they gave me a role they called me the mother of ink hauls <laughs> like they actually call me that now um and they would whenever there's like someone who's like looking for inks like maybe i know maybe the mother of ink hauls has the ink maybe you should ask her <laughs> and i'm like oh my god and that's also that's only because I bought a lot of Tono and Nims ink from I think Craft Boulevard last time. Like I mined on a lot of different things so so that I can maximize the free shipping and like just buy things all at once. But yeah, most of the time it's um opening happy mail, opening um purchases that I have gotten over the weeks. Uh swatching inks is a regular most of the time. There was a <laughs> there was an incident at one of my streams that I actually spilled bottles of ink. Like, not just one. I actually spilled three bottles, I think, on that stream. I was there. So. <laughs> it was the first one I watched. <laughs> and it's never happened and ever again. So it's it's been incident-free so far. Um, 
yeah, I make sure to cap my ink bottles whenever I swatch inks. And um, sometimes I journal whenever I don't have uh, purchases or whenever there's no happy meal that comes in. I journal either on my travel journal. Most of the time, it's just my travel journal because it has the longest backlog. And it's the, it's the one that I can openly share with uh, the community and like random strangers as well. Because most of my planners are very personal, like my work planner or my uh, memory keeping planner. Usually it's like a mix of uh, work and life things that are not really for public viewing. So mostly it's just travel journal and like the, also my stream journal. I started a stream journal (laughs) (laughs) to just basically log like stuff that happens on stream, like sometimes how much how much subs and like bits I get or like new followers that come into stream. It's, it's nice to just go back to it, I guess. We'll see how fast that fills up <laughs> with the lessened frequency of how I stream now. Yeah, but life happens. So it's yeah. totally understandable. The Penhoops podcast has like, between episodes, we now have like, what, five posts on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been keeping up either so it, and by the way to our dearest audience if you notice we tend ryan and i tend to collect episodes like pre-recorded um this is the first episode that's actually likely close to the release date <laughs> we run out of episodes to to release so this is it thank you Eunice, for taking up our invitation to do this again <laughs> of course anytime i love talking to you guys like anything anyone that i can talk to about pens uh inks and anything stationary it's welcome i i am now um a fountain pen enabler for another discord group that doesn't really focus on fountain pens and i'm like oh the pilot custom a23 is one of the best pens that you can get so please buy it and they were like, yeah, it's been on my wish list. Get it. You will not regret it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> yes. I get it. It's the best pen. I'm the only one here who still doesn't have one. You got, get it. Like, I stopped buying pens after I bought the Pilot Custom 823. Like, I was, like, on a pause. I'm, like, happy. Because it's so perfect. Like, it's like a twist B that has a lot of ink capacity. It has a nice, very nice nib, bouncy, not as stiff as mm-hmm. the other Japanese brands. So I don't want to mention them, but I do love them. Okay, don't worry. Like, I love you, Sailor. I love you, Platinum. <laughs> but I swear, you have yeah. it was It was my one pen for June. So um, doing that challenge was painful but at the same time it made me appreciate the custom a23 more because it is such a smooth writer like if i would actually do that again or if i would actually like have no access to all of my pens for a long period of time i would just bring my a23 and i would be happy the sad thing is you can't keep changing inks because it's (laughs) it's too it's too big right unless unless you only fill it a little bit yeah. <laughs> True. Okay, you have a confession. I want another one. <laughs> Which one? Abaku one. I, I, yeah, actually, I do want the one that I know that that CY has. <laughs> right. He's another. He's another penabler. Right. He has a clear one. Right. He has a clear custom A two three that he had um done by Bakumondo. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. I'm getting one. I'm getting one from him, but it's not an A23. It's a Custom Heritage 92. Mm. If I'm not mistaken. 92 is uh is the piston filler also. Mm. Um not the vac. So he he mess- he messaged me recently and said, Oh, it's gonna be 10 months before Bokumondo can actually get started with your pen. And I was like, okay, that's fine. It means I have 10 months or so to actually save for the pen. It's okay. That's true. And it's going to have a flex nib. A CY flex nib. Oh, how exciting for I all know. I know. <laughs> when will my day come, Joke? I'm kidding. I have I have no plans. Like, you, have, you have your Leonardo. I have my Leonardo for now. And the, the CY pen hasn't arrived yet. 
or like maybe he's getting busy so i'm not going to intrude on that he's just so honorable to like even accept the request so i'm just hoping fingers crossed that by the end of 2021 i do get that twilight that, the milky way yeah the twilight milky way pen it looks yeah. like it, it reminds me of fruit loops and milk <laughs> oh, wait, you got the white one, not the the not the black one, or or the, the blue black one? one. I think is like midnight something. I forgot. Uh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. The most recent one. Is I actually like I actually like the midnight version rather than the white version because the white version really reminds me of the Jawbreaker candy. That's why I like the look of Fruit Loops or like uh, Lucky Charms and cereal. That's why I, I like. Plus, I think it's notoriously well known that I do not like blue. So uh, <laughs> I don't want make sense. So there is that. But hoping for that pen, hoping for the Leonardo primary manipulation sometime soon. And that's it. No, the episode is not yet done. I think we've got one last question. <laughs> wait, wait. One more question. It's, yeah. It sounds like a question that's up for like recitation, actually. When I recitation. Remember, I wasn't thinking about it when I was composing this question. And we just came from our um, student episode. So yeah, we're in that zone. That was a fun episode. <laughs> By the way, Ryan, Eunice was messaging me last night. We're recording this the day after it premiered. And Eunice was like giving me a play-by-play of how she felt about the episode. <laughs> adorable i mean i don't know just just seeing like kids actually talk about pens made me so guilty about my pen purchases why though because like they're they're so thrifty like they really think about it and like unlike me i would like okay um i like this pen okay i'll just take my money and buy it (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes i do have that face but lately i've been trying my best not to go that way Yeah, and you're reasonable enough, like, after you get this stuff, like, I know you've got a lot of inks, but you still sell samples, or you send out samples to a lot yeah, of Yeah, and I've been de-stashing my pens, actually. Me included, so thank you. It's still, it's still the bubble rabble. I'm saving it for a good, for a bad day, so that I'll feel <laughs> it's still in the bubble wrap no oh and by the way your happy mail which i'm getting in i did send Eunice a package this past month july like she sent me a package as well recently i saved the bubble wrap on that one and i'm gonna send her a package soon and she's getting back the same bubble wrap that she wrapped her stuff in just saying good one save the earth recycle 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 reuse pala not not recycle reuse <laughs> god i hope our bio teacher friends <laughs> environmental science i'm sorry i mean we are reusing it and not throwing it away so at least that's true fountain <laughs> pens for all wait what's our last question i got i got so distracted yeah okay so i'll read it um what impact has streaming wow this is a deep question yeah, it is. reflection <laughs> question to end our lesson so, lesson like, <laughs> that's something to do with impact so like what impact has streaming had on what you acquire how do you go about your work in life or even just surviving this pandemic oh my god so deep uh okay uh with regards to the impact that streaming has for me in terms of my life and surviving the pandemic it actually has been um an escape And kind of like a reward system for me that, okay, at the end of the week, I can I will actually get time to work or play with my stationery, use my stationery, and hang out with people, socialize, because most of the time, I only socialize with people at work <laughs> for a lot of, like, for the entire week. Like, sometimes even through Saturdays, right, um, I would have to deal with students and um Uh, faculty and like dealing with having to do my PhD as well so there's a lot of pressure in life <laughs> and um, streaming has been like a fun thing for me to do at the end of the week most of the time to just really kind of like forget about it for one time and just enjoy it um, so yeah in terms of on what I acquire <laughs> that's a whole different story <laughs> Like, because with streaming, you also watch other people stream, 
and they do have a lot of different stationery that they tell you about. So like I made purchases on Yoseka, which is in New York. Uh, I've made purchases on Birmingham, which is also in the US, but I shipped that to a box. So I'm saving a little bit on shipping. And then I also ordered from Bomb Kuhin um, and a lot of different US-based stores. So always I'm going to tell my aunt, are you, fix- are, you, are you filling up a box? Can I buy? Can I add something so that I can actually get it in like three months time? So that's, that's always the downside of shipping to a box. I get things like three months later. So it's delayed gratification. And that's why I always have something to stream about because things don't really get to me in time, mm-hmm. uh, like quickly. So it gets piled up. So yeah. Um, but streaming has been fun. And it's helping me just survive life in general during this pandemic. Because um, it's fun. Like, whenever I get to stream, it's always, like, nice to see other people. They're all very welcoming. They always say, they always, like, are very supportive, like, people in the chat. Um, so, yeah. In terms of what I acquire, it's, it's, it's a negative impact. Because <laughs> it's very... <laughs> It's reading a hole through my savings or like my wallet. So I'm like, um, yeah, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it's fun. It keeps me sane at the end of the day. Please go to her streams and everyone mm-hmm. else's streams. No, I'm just telling our audience to go. Please go because I've been there. And even on the first day that I went on your, um, your stream, People are just so welcoming because I've been to other Twitch streams wherein like it's gaming and stuff. And it's kind of difficult to keep up with the kids. <laughs> kids. Like, you feel like you're not a kid because I, I, I don't know the way that they're talking, the way they're, that they're typing, what they're talking about. It's very hyper specific. But when you go to one of the Twitch streams of any stationary streamer, and I don't usually visit because I want to rest usually on weekends, but it's always so welcoming. Like they remember my name. They remember to say hi. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always nice because we, we usually have like mods as well, like moderators for the stream. So sometimes uh, they know that they're mods. So they actively say hi to people or even if they're not mods, whenever there's someone new in the chat, they do say hi um, a lot of the time. And whenever, for example, I see that there's a new person in chat, I will actually, for example, when you drop by, I would like actually say, oh, shout out to Jika uh, from the Pen Noobs podcast. <laughs> Always like dropping the podcast anytime that I can. So, <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Killing. <laughs> Killing forever. Killing forever. It's like, you know, it's like you've got your, um, what do you call this, content creator um polyamorous relationship i mean if if i can if i can right i would just resign like just be a content creator for life but like that's not possible that's not sustainable for me right now because like i need money to pay my bills for the things that i buy so i'm gonna keep my job for a little while longer just I hope they don't hear this. Don't don't. I mean, no, I've been joking about that for for quite some time. It's it's always been a running joke, but I I I probably won't. Like it's it's hard to actually like if you're thinking about it as a teacher. Like I feel like you guys can also relate. It's it's actually hard to decide to just stop teaching once you've started to teach, because it's like. You, you worry about these kids, like, will they actually get good education? Or, like, am I teaching them all? Things like that. So it's, like, your conscience kind of kind of eats you alive sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. It, I've only been a teacher for, like, two years. And it's, it's, it's different. Like, it's very different. So well, we're happy you're here as a teacher and the fellow. Like, I'm getting sentimental. Stop me, right? Oh. Save me. <laughs> Jika is getting emotional. <laughs> okay, so at this point, I think um, Eunice, you can tell us more about where we can find you, where our listeners can also find you on Instagram, um, Twitch, so that if they are interested to to watch your streams, you can tell yeah. us more about it. All right. Um, so. For Instagram, you can find me at sushi.plans. Um, it's my specific account for like fountain pens and planner-related stationary stuff. Um, 
But for uh, Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash sushi x uni or uni. Um, so that's my usual username. And um, what else? Other than that, I don't have a lot of different socials, but <laughs> we do have like a new podcast that's coming like with my friends. So it's something that we're going to try. Um, if the episodes are actually going to come out Sunday, August 15th, which is tomorrow when we are recording this podcast. Uh, it's Mangata, Mangata Podcast. Spelled M-A-N-G-A-T-A dot podcast on Instagram. So it's not published yet on Spotify, but we hope you can give it a listen as well if you are interested. Um, it's just going to be random ramblings of like <clears throat> Asian girls that um, got to study or spend some significant time abroad just talking about life in general. So it's just life stories. Um, if you're interested in that, feel free to listen to <laughs> It's a trial. We'll see how it goes. Already followed it yesterday. Just saying. So, Thank so. you. Yay. And that's it for this episode. Because we don't know what day it's going to release. But likely August or September. And yes, thank you once again to Uni for having having us. No, for what? I'm confused. <laughs> who is who having who? Yes, it's kind of like me saying welcome to those who I'm congratulating for winning the giveaway today. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it makes no sense. I swear, I, for every person that I said, for every person I congratulated, I also say welcome. And I was like, what the hell? Thank you. Yes, thanks so much. It's so much fun chatting with you and catching up with you especially with your streaming because that's one of the things we're so curious about and but I don't think we'll have the time and the energy to have to do it now but maybe in the future GK and I will consider it yeah so log on listen to this podcast watch this podcast and support you thanks guys goodbye and thank you students I mean friend friends <laughs> goodbye friends bye everyone